Hey guys, this is Chris Miles with Money Ripples. You're listening to my good friend Kyle Stanley's podcast, The Fearless Investor. Keep listening to conquer the world of investing. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain. You have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb. But I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. All right, guys, it is that time once again for the Chris Miles Money Minute. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. We have Chris on once a month, the last Thursday of every single month. You can catch him here on the side segment, the Chris Miles Money Minute, where he's helping you to conquer the world of investing and think as an anti financial advisor. And that's the one thing that we're talking about today is how to find the right financial professional or coach, a person that's going to get you to your goals, um, which is contrary to most of what uh, quote unquote financial advisors are. So Chris, first of all, thanks for joining us today. Hey, such a pleasure, Kyle. Always. All right. Awesome. So once again, um, the value that you bring here on the show once a month is just uh, guys to me, like Chris is one of the best investors of our time. You got to be taking notes. You got to be listening and you got to be taking advantage of the fact that you can book a call with him fearlesskyle.com forward slash Chris Miles. You can also see all the past episodes, but today we're talking about um, what I think could be some real gold for understanding uh, the checklist that you need to figure out who's going to be the person to get you to your financial goals. Who's going to be that coach, that, that path provider to that um, financial freedom. So Chris, what are some things that people should be looking for? Yeah, you know, this is something that, I mean, it doesn't even have to be talking about me, right? This could be anybody you're looking to bring into your life. Uh, here's the first advice I'm going to give you kind of as a bonus, right? You are the boss. You control your money. You should be the one that cares about your money more than anybody, right? So understand that no one should have the power over your money but you, right? And But if you're going to have somebody help guide you in this process, somebody can help offer a different perspective to help you see things, this is the kind of checklist I would say, here's what I would go through to find out if this person is really right for you, if you're really hiring the right person. Uh, so number one, and this is going to eliminate a lot of them, is are they fee-based, right? Are okay. they fee-based? Do they charge a fee or are they just making money off the commissions? Because when I was that mainstream financial advisor, I remember like everything was commission-based. It was 100% commission. There was no fee that we charged. I mean, we could get a license to do that, but the standard in the office was just, you know, you make commissions off what you sell. That's the problem, guys, because financial advice is like financial Mexican food, right? Like, they just try to repurpose it and repackage it, but it's the same exact ingredients for every single thing. Right. Burritos, tacos, tostadas, <laughs> fajitas. They're but all they're good. all so good. <laughs> they, they are good. They're, they're, they can be yummy, right? But, uh, but they still give you gas. So That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> so uh, beware of gassy advisors, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that quote now. It's going to be on everyone's book. Beware of gassy advisors. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So watch, yeah. So watch out for the commission base because they're always going to advise what they sell, right? They're never going to tell you to buy something that they don't offer. So a fee base usually gives you a little bit better perspective where they'll say, Hey, you know what? I'm advising this. I'm not making a commission off of it. Here's what I recommend. So fee base is usually a better way to go. It allows them to be a lot less biased. 
Yeah, exactly. They can still have bias because we like, you still want bias. You want somebody right. to have an opinion, but you don't want to have somebody to have an agenda, right? right. That's okay. That's a good way to put it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number two, they're independent advisors or they're independent type of coaches, but they're, they're not captive, right? Okay. So they're not the people that say, Hey, I work for Fidelity because what's, what are Fidelity advisors going to offer? Fidelity products. Fidelity products, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, Merrill Lynch going to offer Merrill Lynch, you know, so stay away from captive, go with people that are more independent where they don't have a company telling them this is the way to go, right? You got to be careful of that. So go more independent, somebody who's more free to kind of roam the marketplace. Uh, num number three, um, and this is a hard one to find. They favor alternative investments, just like what you talk about, Kyle, right? Like we're talking about doing real estate. I mean, it's so hard to find an advisor that doesn't poo poo all over real estate, right? They're, they're like, Oh, real estate's risky. You know, remember 2008, it was horrible, you know, and they'll bring all that stuff up. They'll, they'll of course they'll fail and mention that 2000, 2010 was a horrible time in the stock market too. Right. But then they focus on, you know, 2009 through 2021, they're like, well, look at it. The market's only gone up. It's perfect. Right. You know, don't go for that crappy real estate stuff, you know? And the thing is, the truth is that real estate's way outperformed anything in the stock market, especially when you do it like the way we talk about on the show. Right. So be, have them be open to alternatives. You know, it could not, it may not just be real estate, it might be hard money lending, right. Which could be real estate involved too. It could be in oil and gas. I mean, they might have other things. And when I say real estate, I don't mean they say you should buy a REIT right? Because that's right. not real estate. Right. That's just a fund that masquerades as being real estate, but it's really not. You know, yeah, you I just had somebody last it. week say their REIT was paying squat. And so they, they actually sold off the REITs to go buy real real estate, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, REIT is a piece of paper. Real estate is an actual piece of land. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, those people that favor alternatives, because they know that mutual funds won't do the trick, right? Because mm -hmm. they won't, they'll never make enough to get you retirement or financial freedom. Uh, number four, they're cash flow focused they're, or income focused, right? You want someone that's actually looking at this and saying, hey, this is not just about growing it because every financial advisor says, well, look what it's going to be like in 30, 40, 50 years. Well, what about right now? You know, yeah. what can it create for me today? Because I may not be alive in 30 or 40 years. Can it actually benefit my life now? And you'll notice that so many advisors, they don't talk about the here and now. They talk about investing now for a someday result that right. may never come, right? And, it's, and the likelihood is by the time you find out if the, the advice worked or not, they're already either dead or retired and mm. you can't hold their feet to the fire, right? Yeah. So are they income focused? Does it actually generate real income? You know, that cash flow. Um, that was my big mind blower when I left the financial industry was real estate investors didn't look at like what's the rate of return as much as they did of what kind of passive income does it yep. create for me? What can I actually get from this? Because that affects my here and now, right? Absolutely. Totally different focus. Absolutely. I think one thing I want to throw in here, Chris, is um, anytime I look at someone that's going to be my coach, uh -huh. um, I just always assume that that coach is going to, wherever they're at, my capability of getting to where they're at is probably about 10 to 20% lower. Um, they're going to give yep. away all of the details, but because of the way their mind works, I'm never going to be 100% Chris Miles. So I need yeah. to know if this person is retired at 50 years old and they're saying they can get me to retirement at 55 or 60, I, I probably believe them. But if they tell me, hey, I'm 70 years old and still a financial advisor and I'm going to get you to retirement at 40 years old, 
how can I really trust that? Because I'm not even, they're not even retired and yeah. I can probably only do about 80 to 90% of what they can actually do because I can't fully become that person's mind. So that's just adding to your point here. Like you retired yeah. twice before the age of what, 30 or 35 or something like that. Yeah, 39. Yeah. Yeah. So like guys, most of you want to retire by the age of you're saying like 50. Well, Chris did it twice before the age of 39. So there you go. That could be a great uh, coach to follow because you're going to be right there keeping the same pace or just a little bit behind. So anyway, that's, that's my two cents. Keep going. You actually, you actually just segue into my fifth point, right? Oh, cool. Is, are they financially independent? Yeah, there we go. That was the thing that rocked me out of that world, right? Because when they, when uh, my friend in real estate said, well, how many of you guys are financially free, not off the commissions, but actually doing the investments yourself with the mutual funds? I'm like, well, none. Even the guys that have been working since the late seventies. Yeah. And them neither. They've been working this for like 40 years. I'm like, he's like, there's your problem. And, and you're absolutely right. Like, can they actually create, are they actually creating the life that you, they talk about? Right. Or is it just all theoretical? And really it's, I would even border to say financial advice is like a conspiracy theory that, that does, is just a theory. It's not law. It doesn't right. work. Right? right. So you're totally right. You should have somebody that actually has lived it. Now, I know that a lot of financial advisors won't be in that place, but if they aren't already pretty close to that point, then how do you know it really works? Or if their clients aren't getting there too, you know, right. without being 75, 80 years old, right? Then it's gotta be something different. So totally agree. They gotta be financially independent, which eliminates just about all of them. <laughs> Absol- right. It, it really um, does. Two, two more I have here. Uh, one, they're defensive in some of their strategies too, right? Um, they have not just a good offense, but they have a good defense. Um, you know, do they have experience? Do they go through the last few recessions? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it drives me nuts when I find financial advisors that have been around for 10, 11 years or so. They say, Hey, I've been around for a decade, but they've never known the market to go anywhere but up. Right. Mm-hmm. So to them, the down market was all the past. It was theory it was pre them being advisors. So what do they do? They start advising you as if the market will always go up. Well, what if it goes down? How are they going to protect you? Right. right. Um, and they don't. They're, by the way, they're just guessing, just like everybody else. You know, they're just guessing what's going to happen. So make sure they've got a good defense, like they've got some wisdom behind what they're teaching, right? That's good. I, I think the one thing I would like to know is how can you tell? Because it sounds like you you want more offense and a little mm-hmm. bit of defense. What's mm-hmm. what's a good way to be able to tell that there's a good ratio there between their offense and defense? Ask questions. I mean, yeah. you can hear it in their words, right? If they're like always talking about everything's going up, sky, you know, pie in the sky, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, if they say that to be diversified, you should just be diversified among paper assets, like they're telling you to buy stocks and bonds, right? Or like, well, that's all the same stuff. It's not really diversification. Like, are you diversifying into real estate or are you diversifying into commodities like gold, silver, oil? You're diversifying into businesses, you know, things of that nature, right? Where there's other asset classes rather than saying the same little asset class but you're just, you know, spreading out by buying a bunch of little stuff in case, you know, you bet on black and some of it hits red, you know, like, yeah, that's just, that's just ridiculous, you know? So you want someone who's saying, Hey, I've been through some of this stuff. Heck, even a real estate investor. Hey, I've been through the hard times. Like I've had some failures. This is what I learned to gain some more wisdom from that. Like that, those are the people you want to have. Cool. Okay. And that really segues in the last point, right? Which is you have an experienced and, and a team full of integrity, right? Um, you know, like they've got people surround them. That's not just them. Do they have good CPAs on their team? Do they have good attorneys? You know, do they have, you know, uh, like, do they have investment professionals? There are other people there that you could say, Hey, I don't have the answer, but here's somebody who does, you know, and right. they can kind of pass that off. Like, 
Uh, like when I look for, you know, deal operators, you know, you want to make sure when I'm, if I'm investing my own money, I don't want to be the guinea pig, right? I want to make sure that they've been there, done that, and they're still doing their investments today. And it's so boring. It's sexy. You know, yeah. like that's the stuff that's sexy to me is the boring investments they've done day in and day out, you know, and that's the same thing with a team. You want a team that's got the good experience. They're full of integrity. Like they're going to do what they say they're going to do. And when you got that, oh man, you, you can be unstoppable in the wealth you can create in your own life. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's recap these seven things. They're fee-based rather than commission-based. They're financially independent. Um, or wait, sorry. They're, they're an independent. They're not tied right. to a, a like company. Like a broker. Yep. Uh, they favor alternative investments. They're cash flow focused. Number five, they are financially independent. Six, mm -hmm. defensive in some strategies. And number seven, they have a team of integrity. Uh, if they don't have the answers, they can pass it off. Uh, to someone else. So that, that is to me, uh, seven amazing pieces of advice. And I would be writing that down and I would also be checking out guys, uh, how to get connected with Chris here again, fearlesskyle.com forward slash Chris miles. You can go ahead and connect with him, get, uh, on the books with him to get a financial plan as well. Now, Chris, you also do some financial coaching. We don't always talk about that, but I would like to know, obviously if I'm looking and, uh, trying to, identify some of these seven attributes. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to look at someone like Chris Miles as my financial coach. What would that look like? Yeah. I mean, it's, we have a conversation about it. I mean, if you've got at least hundred, 200,000 or more, like either sitting in cash or in, in markets, you're like, maybe I should get it out. Um, again, I can't give financial advice. I'm in the sense of telling you to invest here and there, but if you're looking for guidance to say, what's available to me, what can I do? How can I strategize this to make it work? Right. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I do, you know? And so, yeah, if you're in that situation, you got at least hundred, 200 grand, you got equity in your home or something like that. Um, there's some great stuff. Um, I just had a, a lady just the other day we talked to where she had been talking to three other financial professionals. They all said kind of the same stuff, but her neighbor who had worked with me says, talk to Chris. And instead of looking at the typical mutual funds, bonds, and annuities, I said, Hey, maybe we look at buying real estate. Maybe you look at this fund or whatever it might be. And you know, and see what you can do. And it was, it was a very different angle that it comes right. by. So if you're not into that kind of stuff, don't, don't reach out. Like if you're like, I think the stock market's the best thing since sliced bread. I'm only gonna put all my money in Bitcoin. I'm not your guy, right? Like I'm going to be the person saying, here's how we create passive income now. Yep. Absolutely. Cash flow is key. Um, all right, man. Well, Hey, again, first, first step, if you are interested in going and connecting with Chris, fearlesskyle.com forward slash Chris miles, and you can get an appointment set up with him. Chris, thank you so much once again for being our show this month, the side segment, Chris miles money minute and helping us to conquer the world of investing.